0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC.
1: It is Monday, November 22nd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer. It is made pure. Our text line is open for you as well this hour at 304-523-2275. We're here today on a Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. And every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill, You can get $2 call shots, also $1.50 domestic bottles. It's the Monday special, and it's only here at the Union Pump and Grill. we got a lot to get into this week, of course. We've got Marshall taking on Western Kentucky for the East Division and a berth in the Conference USA Championship game. The winner will face UTSA. Looking forward to that, we've got Marshall basketball coming up this week. We have also got women's action to tell you about the Thundering Herd in action tonight, taking on Purdue. We're going to talk all about that and more. As I said, we'll get we we'll got high school as well. Don't forget the high school action is heating up. Huntington High gets to the Class AAA semifinals, beat George Washington Friday night, final score of 29-13. And if you missed that game, we've got it for you posted now on our website at wrvc.com. Taking on the matchup that I think most high school fans in the area wanted, Cabell Midland. Of course, that means Cabell Midland or Huntington will make its way to the championship game after the game on Friday. The Midland Knights beat University 46-21. So the good thing for Cabell Midland not having to travel far. You travel to university, get that win, you come back home, you just make the trip down the road to Huntington. It's going to be a crazy crowd for sure, and it's going to be a Friday night game. 7.30 is going to be kick. We go on the air 7 o'clock Friday night. You can listen to that action right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. But if you miss the Huntington High game, you didn't get a chance to maybe listen to it or to watch it, we've got it posted now for you, again, at our website, wrvc.com. And, of course, Busy weekend. You know, Saturday we had Marshall taking on Charlotte. Thundering Herd won that one 49 to an impressive defensive standing of only 28. That was, I think, impressive for the Thundering Herd in many ways, especially Marshall coming out and just taking control of the second half. I thought that was what really stood out here for the Thundering Herd. I mean, you go out on the third quarter and just take over. Fourth quarter, Charlotte gets a couple of scores, but for the most part, it was over. Thundering Hurt, I thought, got a good performance from Grant Wells. He was 21 of 28. He had 267 yards, had a couple of touchdowns there. Of course, the story of the day would have been Rasheen Ali. He got 203 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. Shell Nevins was even in the act. He had 68 yards on nine carries, and he got 20 I mean, he got two touchdowns, and he had a long of 25. I don't know if we can talk, talk enough about the running backs. So that was, I thought, where the team was most impressive. So good showing from the Thundering Herd on the football side of things. And then on the basketball side of things, the Thundering Herd getting the victory yesterday. It was a game you heard right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930, taking on Jackson State. And I thought that that was going to be not the contest we got. It was entertaining. That's the one thing you can say about that game. It was entertaining, but Dan D'Antoni, the head coach of the Thundering Herd, got everything going. I thought second half looked really strong for the Herd. Marshall wins that one, 80-66. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit later on from Tavion Kinsey. Also, I thought, and I just want to temper this by saying, I thought one of his best performances, Obina and Achille Killen, 15 points, he had 10 shots blocked, and if he could have got one more rebound, he would have had a triple-double. He had nine rebounds, so he had a all-around great performance. We're going to hear from him in a minute. We'll hear from Tavion Kinsey a little bit later on, but the Thundering Herd in the contest, I thought, got great performances from him. Tavion Kinsey had a game-high 24 points, and I thought Andrew Taylor – He got a double-double, 11 points, 10 rebounds. He had 8 assists. That was his second double-double of the season. You like to see more points come through him, but at the same time, 10 boards, that's pretty good. And 8 assists, he's creating points. So I liked his performance. I thought that really Tavion took it upon himself to make sure that he was putting up more offense, putting up more points, Darius George came in, did a really fantastic job as well, 18 points in that game. Uh, He could have had a double-double, but he was short by a rebound, so he had nine rebounds as well. And the one thing about Obina is he's going to get better. He leads the NCAA right now in blocks per game with 5.5. He is looking really good out there, and we had a chance to catch up with him yesterday during the post game. And here's what Obina had to say to us when we were uh, talking to him about the game. Hey, but Obina, let's just let's just start there tonight. Ten blocks tonight. I mean, you were like a rebound away from a, a triple double here. Uh, did anyone tell you, hey, we got to get that last rebound?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't even know. Like I wasn't looking at my stats, so I didn't know that I had a couple rebounds. I was just trying to play hard and you know, get the win. That's
1: still pretty good, though. You look at your stat line tonight. You were all over the place. Uh, wherever, yeah, you, know, you needed to be, you were there.
2: Yeah, uh, um, like me and the coaches, you know, we've talked about it. You know, I, I need to start producing more. And that's what I try to do every single time I get to the, get in the court. I just try to produce on uh, everything. I don't look at points. I just, you know, try to go get rebounds, you know, offensively, defensively, <laughs> try to block shots, which those are the things that I do best.
3: Obino, so far this year, you've been in like the top half of the country in blocks. Per game. So, what was what, attributed to like to your success this year with like being able to be blocking near the rim a lot a lot more? Um, I feel
2: like it was because of the I mean, the, obviously the weight room. You know, I try to uh, get stronger and get more explosive. So, and I just I give credit to you know my you know weight coach uh, for pushing me hard. You know, because you know without them I won't be able to you know be able to get on there and hit body with people and to block shot and stuff.
3: Ovina, this was looking like it was going to be a close game coming down the stretch, Then, then you guys reel off a couple of buckets in a row and kind of open up the lead, and, and it was comfortable at, at the end. What, what changed? What did you guys do, say, the last five minutes of the game that, that you were so successful at?
2: I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, basketball is all about runs. You know what I'm saying? Teams make runs and stuff, and we talked about it in the uh, in the bench. You know, they're going to make a run. We just got to, you know, be solid and play, you know, defense and do what we do best.
1: That's one of the best guys in the country right now protecting the rim, and hopefully he gets even better than what we've seen so far. When we continue, we're going to turn our attention to Tavion Kenzie again. You thought that Obina had a good game, and I thought he had a really good game. Tavion Kenzie, 24 points, 5 rebounds, and it just felt like he was more aggressive. We're going to hear from him. We'll get your text in. We're going to do that. We'll open the text line up for you. You can comment on anything. Football this weekend, soccer's disappointing loss to Providence. Of course, you can talk about basketball, anything you want to talk about. The text line is open for you. Your comments, 304-523-2275. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930, brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC.
1: We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday, the Monday special is $1.50 bottles and $2.00 call shots. You get that here at the Union Pub and Grill every Monday. Of course... Come down every day for a different special, but Monday, of course, is my favorite day because, well, it's my day here at the Union Pub and Grill. Thanks for tuning in to ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Yesterday was a fun day for Marshall Basketball, the Thundering Herd getting the victory over Jackson State. So what's up next for the Thundering Herd? Well, Marshall will take on the Ragin' Cajuns of Louisiana. We're going to preview that one more tomorrow. But we're looking back at last night's action, and we talked earlier about Obina and Achille Killen. Great night. Who else had a great night? Tavion Kinsey had a game-high 24 points. That's a lot better than his 10 points in his previous matchup. That's where we begin with Tavion talking about his offensive output and how it's improved. Dan mentioned in the post-game with Campbell that he'd like to see more at least that's how I took it. like to see more point production from Andrew, from Tavion. Well, I think we got that tonight. Here's what Tavion had to say. Tavion, last time we spoke to Dan, he said he wanted to see more production out of you point-wise. Did we get it tonight, what uh, we expect out of you? Uh,
4: I, I think so. I, um, nine for 19, got to get better. Six for 10, got to get better from free throw. Zero for three from three, got to get better. But, I mean, I was way more aggressive. Um, and I think that's what helped me. I, uh, my touch was was being there tonight. Uh, they did a good job defending. But, you know, um, Coach Dan always tells me, you know, I'm with you all the way. We, we need you to be aggressive. So that's what I came out and did tonight. And I just have to trust my work that I put in each and every single day. You know, and lately I haven't been doing that. I've been trying to overthink the game instead of just playing. I feel like today was fun. And we just played the game and I didn't even know he said that, you know, more points production. I, I told myself that like, I got to produce more when I'm out there. So I think today was a, a great bounce back game for the whole team, the whole unit. So.
1: What were they doing early? I know this was back and forth for a while until you guys finally just pulled away. What were they doing earlier to maybe to slow you guys down?
4: Um, I say they were really physical. They're, they're a very good team. You know, I, I give them a lot of credit, uh, during the game, you know, we talk a lot, but, uh, they're a very high intense team and um, Coach Jackson, he had the scout for this uh, game and that's exactly what he told us. And I feel like he has the scout for um, all the physical teams, but that's kind of what they were. We came out a little tiny bit flat um, and it was kind of a numbers game. We was just trading back and forth and then they kind of took a little bit. And then at the start of the second half, they came out and was on the roll. But for what I say, they, they, they're just a, a physical team, high energy team, and we came out a little bit flat. So I think that's why we started out a little bit slow, but then we started to pick it up. You know, they uh, built off of that um, half court shot. That was a great shot at the half to go into the half. So they came out um, very hype off of that, but we ended up staying there. Uh, like I told Obina, great room protector. You know, he shut it down. Darius, room protector, uh, even Wyatt got in there, room protector, AT room protector. So we, we get that production out of those guys. We, we, we're going to be
3: great. Jay, okay, you mentioned Obina and Darius there a couple games in a row. Now they've, they've really been putting in some solid minutes for you guys. Just how much are they helping you kind of get, get things going when, when things haven't necessarily been going well? It seems like they've been guys that have been making plays when you need it.
4: Uh, You know, I've been talking about uh, Obina's progress. You know, that was the, one of the first things I said on the call this summer. Uh, I, I just watched him, you know, hit the weight room, get stronger. And you know, when you get stronger, you get confident. You get a little bit of muscle and you you're a little bit more confident. And then um he started working out with me just around the paint area. And then he kinda like took it over, you know, with his length and him being able to make shots like that, and him being able to be that strong. Uh it's really helping us a lot product uh productivity wise. Like us coming off the screen, us down in it, straight to Obina. Nine times out of ten, I, I don't have any doubts that that's going to be a block, you know. And then Darius, high motor guy, always been like that since I met him, you know. He comes in, he works hard every single day, so I expect games like that out of Darius. But for him to have two in a row, I just need him to have two more and then keep going and keep going and keep going. Just like Obina, keep going, keep going. And they're going to help us out a lot. You know, they give us great minutes, great energy. They defend our paint, like I said, and we capitalize off of that a lot. So,
1: Tay, if you would, talk about Andy's game a little bit tonight. I mean, sure, he didn't get the points maybe he wanted, but he was all over the place doing a lot of other things.
4: Man, I I tell him all the time. uh, I told him today, keep his head. You know, I seen him put his head down, but that's not the (laughs) end. I know. The Andrew that I know comes in, and I don't know a person that can guard him. And I told him, just get to his spot, just as Coach has been telling all of us. Just get to your spot. Don't make it hard. You know, Get one dribble. Take out all the dribbles. Get to your spot. And that's why I told Drew, stop looking off your shot. Uh, You shoot those. You shoot those in practice with people in your face, with two people, three people. I didn't see him hit crazy shots. So he may not have gotten the points tonight that he wanted, but at the same time, His defense was there, you know, him running our team, being the point guard, that helped out a lot. Him controlling the system, that helped out a lot when he went out. came back in settled us down you know they went on their run he came back in settled us down at that point guard spot so you know every night might not be the best scoring night but as long as you could produce in other ways which he did great tonight and I kept telling him every time we got a media timeout you're doing great you're doing great you're doing great and that's all I try to do is be positive to all our guys and Andrew kept his head up we finished the game and He played excellent in the second half. You
3: guys outscored them 40 to 20 in in the paint tonight. I know that the shots weren't necessarily falling in mass from outside. Is that just you guys getting aggressive and going to the basket or something else you attribute that to? Uh,
4: Yes, sir. Uh, Like I said, preaches to us to stay aggressive. Uh, A lot of teams have been, you know, trying to, you know, beat us a little bit sometimes on the second chance points or paint points. And we made it an emphasis tonight, you know, just to finish get to our spots make our shots you know we take a lot of paint shots you know me I stay around in the mid post area uh Darius is always going to the basket Obina stays down there A.T. came in there he he stays down there Drew makes those pull-ups so um uh, us beating them in the paint tonight with us hitting shots like that tonight that's that's that was a no-brainer that our point differentiated yeah. was going to be all over the place so
3: David, I'm talking about how huge of a win this is for you guys. You guys kind of come off a tough loss on Thursday, on Thursday night to Campbell. You guys bounce back Sunday. Like what, what can this game do for momentum? You guys, you guys got a tough week coming up with Louisiana on Go Tuesday ahead. and then Indiana on Saturday.
4: Yeah, we knew it was going to be a tough game. Uh, we had to have short-term memory on that last game and, you know, bounce back today. And I think this is giving us a, a – it, it's a Sunday game, so it's giving us great um, confidence going into Monday. And we're going to come in tomorrow. We got a lift in the morning. We got practice. Going to go hard and practice like we do every single day. And then, you know, we got Louisiana on Tuesday. And they're no walk in the park either. They're probably the same physical, you know, team just like this team was today. So we just have to lock in. Then later on that week, we got Indiana. So, you know, I hope my guys don't eat too much during Thanksgiving and we come out slow. We, We should be fine, though. It's going to be a great week.
1: Yeah, don't eat too much Thanksgiving turkey. If you get basketball, don't do it. But then here's the other thing, though. You can eat a little bit more. You can burn that off. I know it's sort of a, a take, a give. Okay, if I take some turkey, you know, maybe I can burn it off while I'm running up and down the court, taking on Indiana. Whatever the case may be, there might be a lot of running up and down the court in Indiana. Marshall's got to take on Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. They were 3-0. and then they took their first loss on Sunday. They lost to the Indiana Hoosiers 76-44. to That will be Marshall's next opponent after tomorrow's game against Louisiana. We'll preview that game a little bit more detail tomorrow. Let's just say Indiana not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. We're going to find out where Marshall ranks, though. This is sort of like a, a, a preview of the Sun Belt. Marshall, a future conference member of the Sun Belt, will be playing a current member of the Sun Belt. So you want to put your best foot forward, right? You want to leave a good impression. At the same time, you want to leave a a good impression by beating Louisiana. You want to show your new conference mates, hey, watch out for the thundering herd in basketball, right? Is that the mentality? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that necessarily is the mentality because it's going to be a different team by the time Marshall gets in the Sun Belt it's going to have different composition and makeup. So I don't know if that stuff maybe interests the team as much as it interests you and me. We're into that kind of thing. For a preview of that contest, we've got one posted now on our website, wrvc.com, and that's a great place to go and get podcasts of today's program and any episode that you missed. Also, we've got other things posted on the website. We've got press conferences. We have got game audio We have got, of course, the Huntington High-George Washington game posted. We've got Dan D'Antoni's full press conference. That's posted up now. You can go to WRVC.com. When we continue, we will hear from Dan D'Antoni. Get his thoughts on the game yesterday. Marshall getting the victory over Jackson State. We'll hear from the head coach himself when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, our Monday special $1.50 domestic bottles, $2.00 call shots. You can get that every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of our Monday. We will take your text this hour at 304-523-2275, 304 523 2275 we do that every show we also do it during our post-game coverage of all martial football and basketball events so go ahead lock that number in your phone you have it on your uh, you have it on your easy put me in your contacts list and way you can just shoot off a text anytime you hear something on the radio you like or you don't like whatever the case may be keep that number programmed of course uh, WE'RE FIRING UP THE TEXT MACHINE NOW HERE AT THE UNION PUB AND GRILL SO WE CAN GET YOUR COMMENTS ON ANYTHING. WHAT DID YOU SEE DURING THE FOOTBALL GAME? WHAT DID YOU SEE DURING THE BASKETBALL GAME? OF COURSE, SOCCER AS WELL. WE HAVEN'T REALLY TALKED ABOUT IT MUCH. Uh, CHRIS GRASSEY uh, YESTERDAY, I GOT ON THE POST GAME WITH HIM A LITTLE BIT. AND uh, TOUGH ONE, TO SAY THE LEAST. Uh, you, YOU HATE IT FOR MARSHALL BECAUSE THE POTENTIAL WAS THERE TO WIN A SECOND NATIONAL CHAMPIONSHIP, OF COURSE, Potential can only go so far. You got to put it together, and I think next season, when it's a normal season, I feel like Marshall's going to come back in a better place. It's tough to, to repeat, and it's tough to repeat, especially you win it and then you got to turn right back around and go and defend it. And of course, Marshall not getting the the full regular season and the time off. And that's not an excuse. It's just I think that all that Marshall needs to do, as far as men's soccer is concerned, is to recalibrate and go again. I really like the way Chris Grassi has uh, run the program over the last few years. So can you believe it? I saw on social media, and again, this is part of the reason why I sometimes stray away from social media. I saw actually people maybe not – happy with soccer, and I get it, you're disappointed about the loss, but I saw actually some comments and posts, I mean, maybe disparaging soccer? I mean, are you kidding me? Until about a year and a half ago, maybe most of Huntington didn't know Marshall had a soccer team, and so now everyone's a soccer fan, and that's great, jump on the bandwagon, to stay on the bandwagon, though, because I think Chris Grassi has done a fantastic job. I don't want to see disparaging comments about what he has done as a coach, I mean, he's the only coach currently at Marshall to have won the university a national championship. So, you know, anything you got to say about Chris Grassy? guess what? Um, disappointing, yes. Uh, anything else? Yeah, don't even come here with that. So uh, I will tell you that right now. I uh, That floored me yesterday when I actually saw that. I mean, here's the guy who has built the program. And now the Sun Belt when Marshall rejoins um, – well, well, joins the Sun Belt, not rejoins, but joins the Sun Belt. Uh, soccer will be reconstituted, and of course, yeah, you are concerned about where's your soccer going to play. Well, that, I think that wasn't the that wasn't the deciding factor here, but that was definitely in the conversation. That oh, by the way, uh, you're going to have great soccer. We're trying to bring soccer back. If you come, you know, we'll have a league that automatically will be one of the best in the NCAA. If Marshall joins the league, so here we are. All right, basketball, I, I, and I know sometimes we criticize coaches not not to say that they're doing something bad. It's just okay. Sometimes you you don't like a play here or there. You don't like maybe a substitution here or there. You don't like a play call or or personnel. And you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? There, there are the things that you, you as a fan don't like and there's sometimes things that you have to say because they need saying but at the, at the same time I think you got a coach that does a fantastic job trust what he's doing and same thing with Dan D'Antoni doing a great job of course and the thundering her bouncing back from a tough loss against Campbell coming up with the victory over Jackson State Dan D'Antoni spent a few minutes with us yesterday after the game. Long day for all of us. And here's what he had to say on the victory. Uh,
5: Jackson doesn't look like an 0-3 team, Jackson. Uh, and there's, they're supposed to be at the top of their conference this year, and I can see why. They have older guys who are physically strong and very athletic, individually very good. It's a good win for us. I thought uh, O controlled the paint defensively and rebounding wise. I thought Andy got in and scrapped right at the end, got two or three 50, 50 balls that made a big difference. And Tavion was aggressive. Uh, <clears throat> I think we'll get better, uh, contributions as we go through with uh, different players, even, uh, Tucson when he got in there, he, you know, he contributed. So we'll just keep getting better. We're trying to, you know, find out, okay, where we are. George, as always gives you all those hustle points. And, uh, is uh, doing a great job for us. So I think you're clarifying uh, positions and roles, and I think it'll uh, start cementing and getting better as we go through the season. With, with Obina specifically,
3: one, one point, or excuse me, one rebound shy of a, a triple-double tonight, 10 blocks, a bunch of points. He's been playing well so far this season. Tonight, what was it that made him so successful? Just more of the same from
5: him? I just agree with uh, his, uh, his abilities. It's not a miracle. It's not one game. It's not – he's just growing as a, as a player. He's doing it every day in practice. You can see it. You know, when you're growing, it's not always uh, a level uh, up – move upward. Sometimes you dip down a little bit. But uh, I, I expect – fully expect to continue his growth. He left some stuff out there. He's 7-11. He's a better free throw shooter than that. That should be 9 of 11. He uh, uh, had some uh, shots where in around the basket that either they got their hand on the ball where he exposed it or he's a little bit too quick and missed a shot. He's going to do all those things. They're going to get better and better. And those stats are even going to get better and better. And, course, as he grows, we grow as a team.
1: You talked about Andy hustling tonight. I know last game you wanted to see more out of him. You're close to getting to what you want out of him, despite maybe the low point output.
5: Well, you know, I, I think uh, he's doing what he does. and, and He's a point guard. Uh, he's got to keep us in the flow of everything. And uh, and when you say uh, uh, low total points, what do you have, 11? And, and, you know, my, my estimation, that's double figures. I think he's one off of a double-double, I believe. He had a double-double. He had a double-double. So, you know, I don't know what you're looking for, but that's plenty good. Now, can he make a few more shots? Will he hit? Yeah, he's going to do that. And I think as he gets comfortable with running the ball club and uh, not maybe the main line or getting off the ball and being able to uh, shoot from off the ball but always handling the ball, I think you'll get better and better with that. And then I think the rhythm of scoring will get a little easier for him. Just four made
3: three-pointers tonight, Dan. I know that that's something that's kind of been a, a thorn in your guys' side the last couple of games. What, what do you got to do to turn that around? Is it just a case of keep shooting and hope they go in, or is it something mechanical you <laughs> can fix in coaching? Just what's going on
0: there?
5: Well, I, I don't know. If I knew, it, we'd be shooting the ball better. Uh, you know, before the, yesterday's practice, we made everything. You know, I can't tell you. I, we're either one of the best uh, three-point practice shooters in the country or, uh, you know, it's just shots right now, the rhythm, maybe the speed up and the intensity is we haven't caught up with it yet, but uh, they can shoot. You know, the, really our guys that shoot at the best really are the ones that are shooting the least and and – the one that probably shoots the less, shooting best. I mean, Gordon is leading us in three-point shooting. I think he's like 65% or 655. And, you know, uh, Andy's one of our best three-point shooters. Tadion's a good three-point shooter. Marco is a good three-point shooter. And, and those guys will eventually get there. And I put Fricks in because he is a very consistent outside shooter just to see if physically he wasn't going to get hurt Uh, trying to guard guards, uh, having to stay in quick front, quick guards. But I thought he looked pretty decent. The longer he gets out there and the more comfortable he gets with taking shots, he's one of our most consistent uh, three point threats. So, you know, we'll see uh, if that grows into something and uh, he can make us better if it does.
3: Coach, how big of a win is this for you you guys as a team after a tough loss to Campbell on Thursday night? Kind of come back on on a couple days' rest and. And really, kind of give Jackson State a good, a good,
5: a good win. Well, any time that uh, you win a Division One game, it's tough. I remember my very first year, I was sitting on the bench, and uh, an opposing coach, and I don't know which team it was, came over to me and said, "You know, people don't realize how hard it is to win one Division One game." And yeah, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 big in that we played tonight and we won. That's a big that's a big win. But as far as it being bigger or more important than anyone else, no, it's the it was that game and and that game made it a big game. So you got to win it. And now we're going to go Tuesday night against a very similar team in Louisiana, maybe a little bit bigger, and uh, uh, same thing. It's a big game. Why? Because we're playing on Tuesday night. So they're all big games. You got to go one at a time. And, I think if you get into the one's bigger than the other or I got to get more ready for this team, that team, you're going to find a a lot of bad – you're going to get some upsets and bad things happen. So we just have to come in and approach every game as a big game.
1: That's Dan D'Antoni after the victory yesterday. We're going to make time for your text. we got a couple other things to get into with you. We'll do that when we continue. Live from the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday it's $1.50 domestic bottles and $2.00 call shots here at the Union Pub and Grill. More coming up on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM
0: 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive, coming to you live from the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday you can take advantage of $2 call shots and $1.50 domestic bottles. It's the Union Pub and Grill Monday special. We're taking your text. Text line is open for you, 3045 523 And uh, one of my favorite texters Holmes writes, hey, Paul, I want to give credit to the coaching staff for having the team prepared to play and start fast on the road last Saturday. We are playing really good right now and look forward to the game against the Hilltoppers. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one tomorrow for sure is going to be. I'm I'm looking ahead tomorrow. I'm thinking the game's already tomorrow. You know what I'm thinking of? My guest tomorrow, uh, the voice of the – WKU Hilltoppers, Randy Lee, will be on the program with me tomorrow. I, I'm, see, I'm looking forward to that because I get a chance to talk to Randy, one of my favorite play-by-play guys in Conference USA or any league. And the game on Saturday itself is going to be a fun one. And uh, the the powers that be at the university have thrown out a ticket promotion. I don't know if you were aware of this just yet. It seems that if you – Buy a ticket between now and 5 p.m. Friday. Your name is going to be entered in a drawing. It's going to be for two tickets to go see Notre Dame next year, and then another person's going to win West Lot Parking Pass for Saturday. So either you get tickets to go see Notre Dame next year or you get the West Lot Parking Pass for Saturday. Uh, you go to uh, herdzone.com for more details, get that ticketing deal there. But that's pretty cool. If you buy a ticket, you're going to be entered in a drawing for Notre Dame tickets next year. That's pretty cool. The West Lot Pass itself, though, that's a big deal. And I hope we see a good crowd on Saturday. It would be nice to see a a huge crowd show up for what's going to be essentially an East Division championship, not the Conference USA championship itself. It's going to be the East Division championship game, the de facto game between the two teams that will win it with the victory. If Marshall wins, East Division champs. Western Kentucky wins, East Division champs. So this is going to be a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, You can call tomorrow morning, starting at 9 uh, a.m., 800-THE-HERD. Of course, you can also go to uh, herdzone.com. There are some other ticket promotions uh, that are going on as well. But uh, here's the rules. Any ticket purchase for the Western Kentucky game this Saturday, one ticket, one entry, two tickets, two entries, and so on. And the first prize, um, going off the, uh, the tweet from the ticket office right now, first prize, two tickets, Marshall football versus Notre Dame in 2022. Second prize, one Westlot tailgating, ga- ga- easy for me to say, one Westlot tailgating spot for this Saturday. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, you're looking to get a ticket, you might get a Westlott pass out of it, or you might get a couple of tickets to go see Marshall and Notre Dame next year. That'll be a fun game next year. I'm looking forward to that one. Usually they've got me doing a pregame on road games uh, over at Pullman. You know what? I might have to go to that Notre Dame game. I'm just going to have to tell management it's happening. And, um, yeah, I think that's what's going to have to happen because that's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go see Marshall play Notre Dame. That doesn't happen every year. And with that said, that's going to do it from this edition here of The Drive. We're at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to be back tomorrow back in studio. We'll have comments from hopefully Tony Kemper, his victory tonight uh, on the road, taking on Purdue. Also, uh, we will talk a little bit more about Marshall football as we are getting set for a big weekend of herd Athletics. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, back in the studio, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.